Um, sorry, we we we, uh, we hadn't started recording yet, but Doug was talking about showering. <laughs> it was really exciting, and it may be a conversation lost to history. Yeah, well, you had and a I, good idea, though. I mean, you were going to kind of you'd been testing out one of the products from one of our sponsors, weren't you? Yeah, a lot of our sponsors are sleep related yeah. or 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 yeah. bed related. Uh-huh. And since I don't, you know, I got a haircut recently cuz I I don't like to shower and it's easier to pretend you've showered with shorter hair. <laughs> sure, yeah, I could see that. Okay. So anyway, I think there should be a a bed that is on tracks that uh-huh. takes you through like like a bed wash. Like yeah. it, it's like one of those drive-through car washes, but it, it gets you ready in the morning. And so you go through it and it washes your sheets and everything at the same time. Yeah. And it gets your yeah. ma- mattress all so it gets your mattress all soggy. Haven't figured that one out yet. And then it goes to that. Fine, no, cause it, then it that. goes you through that thing where the air blows really fast and really loud and you bed goes yep. through real slow and goes. Yeah, and then and then it gives you a coffee, too at the end. I'd want right in the, the face. I'd want to do the one where it showers me while I'm asleep. So then there's oh, no that's waste a good of idea. time. Sleep shower. <laughs> yeah, sleep shower. The, sh- the Scott Jeff sleep shower. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, there we go. It's the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff. Don't forget about the the at the beginning. That's an important the. Right. It's the yeah, T it's, and the it, it, T and the Tospassage. Yeah, it's represented in the acronym represent. Tospassage, Tospassage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Jeff and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Tospassage, Tospassage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Yeah, the new theme song. That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. Our uh, main guest is already here joining us today. No, no introduction needed. He's right there in the title. He's Scott and or Jeff. It's Doug Perkins. Hey. And here with me, as always, is Kip Madsen. Kip Champ Madsen. I'm going to start calling him Champ for the rest of his life. Oh, thank you. I like that, man. Kip Champ Madsen, your host. Uh, So anyway, my computer got erased. And you know what else got erased along with it? All of the classic outtakes. From Tosposage. The, yeah. the thing the thing that sucks for our audience is we've been cutting out the good parts and, <laughs> and saving them. It was funny the uh, the guy that w- had to tell me that I had lost all of my stuff on my computer. Yeah, it's just interesting, like that they are like the super nerds, right? A lot of mm-hmm. times. The, it was Apple support or something. But he also had to be like some sort of a grief counselor for me and losing all of my right. uh, pictures, you know, or like I'm sure they're talking about like old grandmas who just lost all their pictures of their grandkids or something, you know. So the guy's got to be like, and I'll give you a moment to just uh, <laughs> <laughs> t- 
take Come that to terms. in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but for me, he says, "Is there anything really important that you don't have backed up to the cloud?" And I said, "Yeah, the Tosswasage outtakes." Did you at least like tell him about the podcast so he could listen and hear what, like, he's missing out on? Oh, he was a listener. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah every, of every, anybody, of I mean, that's how you get. That's how I got through to him so quick. Fool, I just foolish said it's Kip from me. I just said to, it's Kip from Tosposage. Put me right through. Uh, right, to the guys. Right. When I call the unemployment office, you know, there's usually a really long wait on yep. the phone. Yep. But if yep. I, if I tell them I'm the co-host of Tosposage, <laughs> Bing Bang Boom. Uh, shall we get started? You want segment, to, you want uh, to lead us into this first segment, Doug? Hell yeah, Broham. All right, th- this first segment is uh, everyone's favorite. Including yours, listener. It's your favorite. It's what you got. <laughs> uh, let's start out with Doug. Doug, what you got? All right. I'm going to read some reviews for hangers. <laughs> oh, exciting. For clothes hangers. All right. All right. This is the Sharpty Plastic Clothing Notched Hangers Ideal for Everyday standard use are these just kind of like those colored kind of or white just plastic just straight up one piece plastic they are white it's a 20 pack one piece plastic yes and um they are 13.99 for a 20 pack so pretty expensive for hangers because less than a dollar each as yeah that's a lot i mean these are nothing uh, material wise many of the reviewers point out that you could get a 20 pack for two dollars at target that's how they, how they get you in the door doug with the hangers and then you buy eight dollar boxes of cereal <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> i've been eating so much cereal man Woo! i wish i was eating more cereal kicks a lot of kicks that's good how's the roof of your uh, mouth um oh raw as hell <laughs> yeah okay Mark gives it one star and says, hung up a couple of empty backpacks on these hangers and the hook part bent until it was straight enough to fall off the bar in the closet. Those hangers are now useless. Material feels cheap. Would only recommend for light garments. (laughs) I don't know if they're quite made for hanging backpacks and stuff on, are they? Oh, these are empty backpacks. Wow. That is pretty bad. Lizzie Bennett, horrible quality, and they sent me less than I paid for. These are terrible hangers. So flimsy and weak, they are very poorly made. I ordered a pack of 20 and only received 19. I will not be buying them again, and I don't recommend you buying them at all. I love love this kind of review. It's like, these things are terrible, and you didn't give me enough of them. (laughs) Oh, here's a a little different flavor. Lauren says, the hangers were fine except for the fact that they were covered in this brown slime. I had to wipe them all down. That's a that's a little not fine. Yeah, that's that's a a one star review that is warranted. Right. Oh, here's another one that follows a a similar theme to what we've been doing lately. This product is very cheap feeling and looking. My husband and I ended up returning <laughs> these and just buying ones from Target for three dollars. Yeah, leave me out of this. <laughs> leave me out of this review. 
Honey, do you want to uh, review this review that I'm writing? Just make sure that uh, I mentioned you in it. So <laughs> here's another one that I thought was interesting. This is for a the same $2.18 pack of hangers. Megan writes, too big. I bought these because my baby registry recommended them. They are way too big for baby clothes. Barely can fit 5T shirts on them. So Okay, okay. But here's the thing. You got to go bigger on your baby registry. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You can right get the hangers. For... Yeah. Yeah. Plastic yeah. Target baby hangers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I you know that. what, though? That's, that's the, if I'm, if I'm getting in there early, I'm signing yeah. up for that one. Yeah. If I see that yeah. on the registry, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> hangers. Taken. That's mine. Called it. Called it 18 pack of hangers for two bucks. Doug brought a gift. (laughs) I mean, I mean, uh, as, as fellas, we don't really have to deal with registries all that much. I've probably, um, bought four or five items in my life off a wedding registry. And, Every time it's like I get there at the last minute and I'm like, okay, I, I guess they're getting these napkin holders. Everyone needs things to hold their napkins individually. <laughs> when I, when I... All right. Here's, here's uh, just a couple more. One says, not too sturdy. This was from three months ago. Worst hangers. They are hollow inside and snap very easily with the slightest amount of pressure. That one I, I like because it could also be about me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll read it again about you worst hangers they are hollow inside and snap very easily with the slightest amount of pressure uh the doug perkins signature you know how everybody has their signature line yeah at target or at a there's like the jessica simpson signature line and the doug perkins signature line of that are like hangers. hollow yeah. hollowed out hangers <laughs> Uh, here's another one that could also be about me. It says, uh, breaks very easily around the neck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got to do this now. (laughs) Who's our publicist? I think what we should do is we should go back to our alma mater, the Edward R. Murrow College of Communication and, and find ourselves a student publicist. That's a good idea. I thought you were going to say we should go back and teach podcasting. <laughs> that that honestly sounds like it would be more fun than my life now here. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the teaching podcasting? Yeah. Oh, that would be great. You, there can't be anybody doing it. Okay, Kip, what you got? Oh, man, Doug, you know what? Uh, I've got some reviews here for uh, Monster Energy Drink. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. <coughs> I know. Do, are, do you drink any of the energy drinks, Doug? Um, no. Were you ever a Red I Bull did. guy or like a you know, rock star or anything? I used to drink a little of the, uh, the Red Bull when I was working late nights out in yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. So you kind of needed it a little bit, right? I felt like I did, but I felt like I don't think caffeine has any effect on me whatsoever. Huh. Huh. Yeah. It's hard to get past the taste of these things a little bit right they're like yeah the, they, it's it's weird because they're all they're like always kind of like shaped sort of like a battery and they kind of like 
they're supposed to charge you up like a battery, but then it almost like, I don't know if it's my mind that makes it then taste like a battery, for it just does taste like a battery. Well, it tastes like, it It always tastes medicinal in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why, because other soft drinks with caffeine don't taste like that. Like, can't you make it It taste? must be the other stuff. It, one of those things must be disgusting, like taurine or something. So anyway, this is a... Uh, so, so, but some people love them, you know. So I go with coffee, and which I don't like that much either. Like, I, but I kind of I have this feeling that energy drinks are gonna like can kill you or something. So, but some people love it, you know. Like for this is a uh, Doctor Wanda Tharp gives it five stars and says, "Fine." <laughs> One word right. review. Good, good thing you got uh, that off your chest. You know? Yep, yep. So here's somebody that says, uh, "This is an interesting. You like this one." Somebody asking on Amazon, what is the source of taurine in this drink? Please let me know, question mark. I heard that taurine is extracted from bull semen. I, I heard, yeah, that taurine <laughs> is extracted from bull semen. This is uh, somebody else is thinking the same thing. So the answer is not true at all, uh, but funny. Taurine is a natural occurring amino acid in thousands of different sources. If it was sourced from bull semen, so then they go into explaining what, like, <laughs> They don't just say that it's not bull semen. Yeah. And here, so they say, uh, if it was sourced from bull semen, the amount of energy drinks containing taurine that are sold daily would dry up the testicles of every bull on the planet. Besides that, you should look up the price of bull semen. There's no way it would be economical to milk bulls and distill out all the taurine to make energy drinks. My college degree in chemistry slash biology tells me that this is Facebook news. The taurine in Monster Energy is most likely made similar to many other supplements and no- and nutrients in similar products in a commercial laboratory. Oh, so it's artificial bulges. Yeah. They, yeah. they unnecessarily broke that down. Not just saying it wasn't in there. They proved that it couldn't be in there. It wouldn't be economically feasible. I try and get my bull semen uh, humanely sourced, but it's not always easy. You know, there's some... There's some farms that are uh, not too kind to those bulls when they're jerking them off. <laughs> and some people use it like they drink it, which I think is gross. I use it as sort of like a topical ointment, you know, that you rub yeah. on. You rub, you have to rub it on. That's how you get the, the best effects. Is when yeah, you- I use it as a replacement for my own semen. <laughs> as you should. Why not, right? If you can get your hand on, get your hands on some. Oh, I could get my <laughs> hands all over some. Yeah. Uh, here's some reviews for so so the Red Bull. So there's the different sizes, right? So there's the one, the little one, the five dollar energy, and then there's the Red Bull, which is kind of a small can, right? That you can kind of pound. It doesn't taste that good. But then there's these gigantic ones that look like thermoses, you know. Like oh, some yeah. of the ones are called like nit one. I think one of them is called like nitrous oxide or something. <laughs> and then I the other gi- yeah. fucking gigantic thermoses. You know, <laughs> this is this is for uh, Monster Energy Ultra Black Energy Drink, and this oh is for God. a uh, this is for these are sixteen ounces. These are huge ones, like tall boys, and uh, it's a twenty four pack. Of 16 ounce. <laughs> well, you're going to die. Is, oh my God. That's what they're reviewing. And this person says, uh, gives it, gives these one star and says, counterfeit. 
<laughs> so it was making fake giant uh, monsters with I received counterfeit monster ultra zero I compared a can from the grocery store to a can in the case I received and they're different the can on the left is counterfeit the can on the right is the real one and they're just identical it's he's <laughs> it, it, the it, you gotta put this picture up but it's like the back of the can huh with all the really tiny like ingredients and stuff on it it's like I don't know what he thinks is like different about them. But I yeah, imagine probably... too, like when you order cold things that are meant to be cold through the mail, uh, I think there's a chance they could get skunked. Like if they heat up too much. Sure, sure. Uh, like if you if you get Diet Coke that has been heated up, apparently it's not very good. And that affects the compounds of the synthetic bowl semen. It breaks down. Yeah. Doesn't it? Under intense heat. Like in the back of a, a semi truck or something. Yeah. Have no. you ever? Uh, have you ever <laughs> tried? Yeah. To jerk off a bull in the back of a hot truck. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Come yeah. out with a drink called bull semen. Like I'm sure it would f- <laughs> fucking fly off the shelves. I'm sure it would. More toss massage right after this. to the top Give me a break I'm looking forward Get behind me, pull out every stop I want a happy ending I'm tired of pretending Won't let them get the best of me Whoa, whoa, whoa Give me a break The game is a Bible Give me a break And plan my arrival Give me a break Welcome back from the break. <laughs> that uh, I'm Kip, you. this is Doug, and this is Tospoisage. <laughs> oh, man. The One Star Podcast. With, out, Scott and Jeff this week. Yeah, but it's still Tospoisage, yep. you know? It will will always be Tospoisage. We will remember you, Scott and Jeff, forever, even though I'm sure you're fine. You know, yeah. I'm sure nothing's happened to you. Quite a long vacation you've been yeah. on. <laughs> but we'll we'll continue to hold the show down until your your Where? until your remains are discovered. Your whereabouts, I mean, right? What yeah, whereabouts. Whereabouts. Is, yeah. Is the what we're supposed to say. Yeah, right, right, right. Um so Doug, are you um do you have any toss passage news for us? You know, uh we're a runaway success. I sure. think that's that's not no longer news, really. Um, right, <laughs> right. I still, you know, we still haven't worked out the bugs with our email, so <laughs> still waiting on, for the first email. Uh, yeah, we're still waiting for the <laughs> inaugural email, <laughs> and it's weird. I, I don't know if it's sort of like a catch twenty two. Like, do you have to get an email? In order for the email to start working, I don't understand why we haven't gotten any. Uh, well, I maybe I should just email you, Doug. Why don't I do it right now? I'll be the first person to email the show. Let's see. Um, we did get something. 
Oh, here's something from Google Account Services. <laughs> and it says, Scott, you have new privacy suggestions. Ooh, has it been read? No, but this is really good news for us because uh, we could use this as evidence that Scott is still alive. <laughs> yeah, you got an email. I just want to make sure that the email is working because we haven't really trouble, been troubleshooting whether or not the email is working. Maybe I send an email and it gets kicked back by the mailer demon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, for some reason, the mailer. Whenever you, I get something from the mailer demon, it kind of scares me. I don't it know would, why. It'd be cool if um, there was a child or someone who got possessed by the mailer demon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, here's a here's a message from one of our hosts, Kip. Okay, yeah. It says, "I know what you did." <laughs> And the subject is Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have some information about what happened to Jeff. And I didn't do it. It's cool, kind of cool, like you don't know what celebrity's going to do to you, you know. Like, uh, I never dreamed this podcast would be so huge that um, they would be talking about us on, like, Extra and America's Most Wanted and stuff, you know. Like, not mm. all podcasts get on America's Most Wanted. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So in that in that way, it's a pretty big deal. I got to meet Keith Morrison from Dateline, and he was like, "Oh, sure, two small town idiots <laughs> start a podcast, which is a radio show that you could listen to any time, <laughs> even while murdering." <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Doug. What else you got? Okay, so I uh, I listen to audiobooks when I'm falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to this Jack Reacher novel called Personal. Okay. Um, Do you want to explain to the people who Jack Reacher is? So Jack Reacher is this uh, sort of nomadic uh, guy who always gets mixed up in things. And he's real tall and... Yeah, he's ex-military. And he just and he walks. Likes, he like seems to just randomly walk into towns or like, doesn't yeah, he? he, ta- like, he takes buses places and uh, he just gets wrapped up in small town mysteries that inevitably tie back to him somehow. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, but this one, it's read by a guy named Dick Hill who reads a lot of the Jack Reacher okay. uh, no- novels. Um, some audiobooks will have multiple people who, to, to play different parts, but uh, most mm-hmm. of them, mm-hmm. most audiobooks just have the one narrator who does all the voices for the different characters. Yeah. And yeah. this includes Dick Hill, so I just want to play a little of uh, Dick Hill doing the different voices. Okay. I made a category error. I took you to be a State Department person loaned out to the CIA for exposure and experience, hmm. and therefore maybe a little out of your depth. But it's the other way around, isn't it? You're a CIA agent <gasps> loaned out to the State Department <gasps> for exposure and experience <gasps> of passports and visas in all kinds of forms, therefore not out of your depth at all. 
What gave me away? <laughs> a couple of things. The <laughs> the woman, the woman's voice? Yeah. She nodded. <laughs> Lots of time at Park <laughs> And you were all business. Didn't Shoemaker tell you I'm tougher than I look? <laughs> I thought he was trying to justify a crazy risk. And by the way, the State Department does way more than passports and visas. It does all kinds of things. So that's <laughs> that's Dick Hill reading Jack Reacher. All his lady voices are the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't I guess like when the audition process for the book, you probably got to bring out all your voices, don't you? I mean, he's got an g- incredible voice otherwise. Uh, but it's it's a little disarming. Yeah, I wonder okay. if they were just like at some point they must have just been like, you know, for this Reacher book, we're thinking about bringing in a, a female lead. Oh, if th- well, if that's the case, then I know the perfect person. Uh, she's in my car. Let me just go out real <laughs> quick and and get her, and uh, I'll bring her back in. She'll be coming in alone um, without me. Okay. Uh, I'll go get her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hey there. So you want to you wanted to audition for the voice of the female lead in this Jack Reacher book? Yeah, my friend Dick said uh, you guys were looking for someone with a really good female voice. <laughs> it really takes you out. Does it take you out of the story when you are? It seems like it does, doesn't it? Because well, all you can weird. picture is that guy doing that voice. <laughs> I know that's, but I. Yeah, for the first like several chapters when he's doing it, it does sort of take you out, but you get used to it. Sort of like the sound of a projector in an old movie theater, you know. Uh, Kip, what else you got? I kind of like these ones where we go the other way. Usually, we, it's customers complaining about mm-hmm. people that work at places, right? Not knowing that these people are actually a, a human being or at work. Or probably don't like their job. They think that they're just some sort of a servant right. to make that's, them feel like that's what employees are for. Yeah, at all times, make. right? But every once in a while, you get to hear the employee side where they get to talk yeah, about like the customers. Those are always my favorite. Doug, I found this one on the uh, on the entitled parents Reddit user Matt Casey twenty eight is telling us a story about when he used to work at a restaurant. I worked for close to fifteen years at a small restaurant in my hometown. Mostly I did take out and rang customers out. We are a cash only, and most people in the area know that. So one day a woman approaches the counter. She tells me rather rudely that she's paying and throws the receipt at me. I bring up her bill and tell her the amount, and she hands me a visa. I tell her, cash only, and she just stands there with the visa. I tell her again, we're cash only. And she says, Oh, no. And then she says, Oh, no, honey. You can take cards. I come here every week and always pay with a card. Yeah, that's how you do it. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, I tell her again, we're cash only. And she huffs and puffs, then digs through her wallet and hands me an American Express. I tell her again, we are cash only. Again, she tells me she's there all the time and always pays with cards. I tell her she has us mixed up with some other restaurant. And I tell her there's an ATM in the lobby if she needs cash. 
The woman's face goes into a shocked expression, and she says to me, An ATM? Are you insinuating that I need money or that I'm poor? What? (laughs) That is not what an ATM signifies. No, ma'am, we just want you to pay for your food. But it also sounds like she's saying, Oh, you you think I don't have tons of cash on me? Uh, she storms out into the lobby to use the ATM after digging through her wallet to find cash. She stands at the ATM for a few minutes, then comes back in telling me that she's not using this sketchy-ass ATM because it's a bank she's never heard of, and it charges three bucks for non-members. She then asks where a certain bank was in our area. It was a fairly large bank, but our town didn't have a branch. So I tell her this, and she tells me I'm useless as an employee, and she'll recommend to my boss that he fires me. <laughs> you got a great case, lady. I tell her, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell her there's an ATM for Bank of America, not the bank she asked for, five minutes down the street. She thanks me and starts looking something up on her phone for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. It's like some sort of Hollywood type passing through a small town. She comes back up to the counter and tells me she's driving to the ATM. I tell her I need some collateral from her, and she starts to go crazy, telling me I'm accusing her of being a thief. She then says that she'll leave her six-year-old daughter there as collateral. (laughs) (laughs) So it would then become a ransom, this... uh... This money that she's running. I tell her okay, (laughs) Uh, thinking that she's running to the ATM five minutes down the road, the Bank of America. The six-year-old girl takes a seat over in the corner at the front of the restaurant where we have a few chairs and bench. I guess it's like the waiting area. And I go back to helping customers. I totally forgot about her until like an hour or so later when I realized that she's still there and the lady's still gone. Wow. I'm getting a little worried because the Bank of America ATM is only five minutes away. But then I remember the mom asked about the other bank. I quickly do a location search for it. The nearest branch is 45 minutes away. This is incredible. This is to avoid doing the $3 charge yeah. for Which the is, ATM. Yeah, that trip will cost you $3. I keep checking on the girl, making sure she's okay and if she needs anything. I ask her if she knows her mom's phone number so I can call her to check on her to see how much longer. She gives me the mom's number, and I call. The mom picks up after a few rings, and I introduce myself to her and ask how long she'll be. Mm-hmm. She tells me she went to the ATM, and while she was out, she decided to run a few other errands uh, while her daughter wasn't with oh, her. Oh, that's a great idea. She, and that yeah, she figured out and the, free yeah, child care. And she says, <laughs> yeah, she says, I appreciate you watching my daughter. <laughs> I'm infuriated. I tell her we're not a babysitting service, and I'm not watching her as I have a job to do. She goes ballistic, telling me that something could have happened with her daughter while she was in my care. (laughs) I tell her that she has 10 minutes to get her ass here or I'm calling the police. She showed up nine minutes later talking on the phone about how her babysitter bailed on her while she was in the middle of running errands. She threw the money on the counter, grabbed her daughter, and stormed out. The end. That's amazing. Yeah. Right? Um, what else you got? That was a long one. What else you got? I, t- I, I did kind of a novel there. This one's about the Whole Foods in Nashville, Tennessee, and this is from Scott B. Okay. And he says, they have removed the best soups in the place from the seafood department, and now you only get chicken noodle and some chili and some average soups. I am sure they removed the good stuff because of price. I... 
I will quit going to Whole Foods as my primary reason to go was soups. <laughs> that's his. I I always wonder who's looking at those soups. That's what gets there. him that weird big ladle. That's what gets him out of bed in the morning. You know, just soups. <laughs> thinking about soups. It is. I enjoy soup. I'm not gonna lie. And sure, but yeah, very seldom do you get a decent soup out of one of those vats of soup, except at Soup Plantation, which no longer exists. Sure. But you'll get some good soups at restaurants every now and then. Clam chowder. If you go down to the chowder barge in Long Beach, you'll get some good chowder. This is like a name of a place, the chowder barge, or this is an actual barge filled with chowder? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a barge filled with chowder, and you just Scrooge McDuck in there and fucking chowder it up. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be amazing. No, it's, a, it's this place at the marina down in... Um, san pedro area that's called the chowder barge hmm. it's it's the it's one it's wonderful i went there with my my parents and i got they served this cheeseburger with the bun and everything with a bunch of chowder poured on top of it yeah it's like a chili burger but with chowder instead of chili kind of but a lot more yeah, yeah. It, it was it hmm. yeah it was intense okay. what what well, else you got uh, this is a view for a table, Perfect. and uh, like one of the guys from the Brady Bunch has a company that makes like mid-century modern-looking living room furniture. And uh-huh. so Stephanie, uh, who are we talking these... about here? Like huh? Christopher Christopher Knight, something like that, something like that. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is a, this is a review for one of these tables, right? One star review for this table. Do not buy this table. Cheap for a reason. Do not purchase this. Two exclamation points. The table arrived on time and was easy to assemble. It's nice looking. The pros stop there. We owned it about two months and the leg snapped off. It broke completely through the wood so it was not fixable. We did not abuse this table. It was a coffee table in my living room and I tried to slide it out of the way to vacuum when it broke. All things pretty normal for a coffee table. I couldn't return it because it was outside Amazon's return period, so they couldn't help me, and I'm stuck dragging the table to the dump after attempting to fix it myself. Um, yeah, it's a great price and nice-looking table, but not worth it since you'll have to buy another new table shortly after. So this review was written by Stephanie. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is Stephanie's review, right? Yeah. So there's a part in here that I need should break down. Like, so this is her saying that this table is a piece of crap, right? Right, right. So she's, uh, she's really letting Christopher Knight have it. Yeah, yeah. So, so this says uh, here's this part I'd like to go more in depth into right here. Where it says we owned it about two months and the legs snapped off. It was a coffee table in the living room. And I tried to slide out of the way of the vacuum when it broke. Right. Mm-hmm. That uh, is yeah. not what happened. <laughs> I was like I tossing like a baby up in the air and like lost my balance and sat on it and like a, a hard sit on it like something cracked yeah I thought you were gonna say that you uh tossed your baby through the table like a re- <laughs> like a backyard wrestling match <laughs> no but I was I kind of like lost my balance and kind of fell back and sat on the table and then I swear I told her about this but maybe I didn't 
Yeah, so, and then she like... just ended up like moving the table and the leg snapped off and I was just like, what? How did that happen? You yeah, broke you it. Should... <laughs> you so this write... review's about me, kind of. Write an apology to I should. Mr. Knight. I should write an this. Well, this is the apology. I mean, everybody that listens to this show also oh, yeah. probably is in the game for a, a Brady Bunch-inspired living room set. I imagine the whole cast gets together on uh, Toss Wasatch Tuesdays and uh, gives it a listen. Sure. Know. So, yeah. So, uh, my apologies to Christopher Knight. Yeah. For but not uh, to you, Marine McCormick. <laughs> do you what 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 else you got um yeah this is for the uh chippendale show which i believe is at the rio in um las vegas and this is from brett e of discovery bay california and he gives it one star and says warning guys do not let your ladies go to this show their mission is to get your girl's number and bang them after the show. How do I know? How do I know? It happened to me. They do a meet and greet after, and it's just so these guys can bang the girls in the cr- crowd. He spelled that crowd. And he says, I got tickets, luckily free, and there's guys got the two girls' numbers I had in town and stole them from me. So he brought two, <laughs> he brought two girls into town, hoping to have sex with both of them, I guess, and <laughs> he, yeah. or one or the other, and uh, and then decided to take them to a Chippendales show with a bunch of hot, sexy, shirtless dudes. Yeah, and then take them to the meet and greet afterwards. <laughs> and then he says, "I get dudes. I guess I shouldn't hate the player, but f that, never again. There are enough places in town." To lose your girl to, it shouldn't be at a Vegas show. So, yeah, I mean, all of these things are his fault. <laughs> it too. Yeah, maybe that's where I should meet girls is uh, at Chippendales. Oh, the meet, meet and, greet. and greets. Or maybe I should. Yeah, where you cruise in there? Do how about something that's the exact opposite? <laughs> yeah, uh, I should maybe just start having meet and greets. Sure. You know? That's a great idea. Yeah. We haven't done a Scott and Jeff meet and greet in a while. Yeah. I'll, we'll meet you and greet you. That's our meet and greet guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Kip, what else you got? Um, this yeah. week on uh, Tospoisage Issues. Issues. Uh So global warming, Doug. <laughs> People want us to take on the big issues. They're sick of us just talking about kind of little reviews and stuff. They want us to talk about the events and, you know, watershed moments of our lifetime. You know, the big stuff. So let's get your take. Let's get your hot take on global warming. Oh, yeah, global warming, one star. <laughs> well, there's part of me, a selfish part of me, that's really rooting for uh, the Earth to kick kick us off this human virus. Yeah, let's say Mother Earth was trying to murder us. She's sending all sending out all the troops right now to try to wipe us out, <laughs> to wipe out the virus. She's giving us, she's hit us with like all these fires. She's heating up like a fever. You kill off the shit with a with a fever, you know, right. giving us yeah. plagues and shit. She's really like sick of us. But I. 
like in the last Avengers movie, I was sort of rooting for Thanos. He wanted to wipe out, wipe out half the life in the universe. Yeah. Um, in order to sort of reset everything. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. What do you think about this idea of us uh, terraforming Mars? Oh, well, I think we should terraform Earth <laughs> so that it's habitable before we start terraforming <laughs> these other planets that are really far away. Yeah. It makes no sense. And, I mean, let, the Mars is either going to be for super rich people or super intelligent people. Mm-hmm. And I am in neither category. <laughs> So, uh, I'm, I probably won't be making it to Mars, unfortunately. Well, there you have it. That's our take on uh, today's major issues. Yeah. No, we're learned fellas. <laughs> yeah. we, we graduated from a state university. With podcasting degrees. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Doug, any, uh, that's, uh, that's all I got. Doug, anything else? Nothing else here. Anything else, Kip? Nothing else over here, Doug. Wow, what a show. I was listening to it as we went, and it was a real pleasure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't don't understand what a bonus it is to be here live listening to the show as it happens. Right. We haven't been able to do any live shows this past year. Normally, we only do live shows to sold-out arenas, but uh, haven't been able to do it, so it, it's a real pleasure to get to hear it live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Imagine Dragons usually open uh-huh. for us. Yeah, and then we uh-huh. come out there and we've got these giant these giant speakers and shit. Yeah, we we must go through three or four microphones a show. They always break. <laughs> yeah. And we have a guy we have a guy right off stage who rushes in a new microphone <laughs> for yep. us because uh yep. I mean they take a beating the way we podcast. So I just want to remind everybody out there to go on your computer, go on your phone. Go on your uh, wearable uh, watch device and give us one star and one star only. Whether you like it or hate it, you got to rate it one star. Right, Doug? That's right. And email us, tosspoissage at gmail.com. We got to make sure that thing's working. The inbox is open, so they say, you know. Remember, folks. Uh, there's a lot of different podcasts out there. So if you don't like this one, listen to one of those other ones. All right, we did it. We did it! All right, later, Doug. (whistles) Toss Passage signing off. So, Doug, here's, here's what I think we should do about this whole global warming climate change thing, right? Uh-huh. You know how the, everybody's concerned that, like, the polar ice caps are melting and stuff and all the glaciers are melting? Mm-hmm. What you got to do is you got you to gotta bottle it all. You got to bottle it up, all that water, because you know how they always say that they want to um, get their bottled water straight from the source, like a glacier and stuff? It was yeah. pictures of glaciers. So what you do is you have uh, to go up to each, each glacier, you have a bottling 
you know, factory or whatever. And you get it as it's dripping off. So it never even gets into the ocean and the sea level never rises because you're catching all the, all the water. And then you take it to the places that are like running low on water. And you give them all that water from that was the melted off the ice cap. $400,000 for a 50% stake. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, it's solved, right? All right. So we got that one. Tick that yeah. box. Yeah. So Toss will say, I just solved that. What else should we, what should we solve next week? We solved global warming and climate change this week. What should we solve next week? Racism. Okay. <laughs>